Hi, and welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to four teenagers. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens, yet keep firm boundaries? Would you love to get your kids to listen without yelling and feeling frustrated first? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It's been a minute. I had a wonderful summer. We went to California. We spent some time together with family, girls camp. I took my daughter up to Utah to check out the school that she'll be going to in a few weeks, which is going to be super strange because she will be my first daughter to move out of the house and it hasn't really settled in yet. So it was nice to take a little bit of time off away from the podcast, but I'm back and we're gonna be releasing these episodes every week again for you, Thursday or Friday as it is today. So has school started where you are? Because my girls started this week back at school. I have two left in school. One is a freshman, the other one is a junior in high school. And so you're probably adjusting to new routines and getting back on some sort of schedule. It's It does seem like summer just gets pushed up earlier and earlier. So like it ends earlier and school starts earlier, which I don't know how I feel about that yet, especially here in Arizona where it's so hot. We'll see what it's like having more time off during the school year. But I do like more of the end of August start time for school year. It's another podcast topic for another day. But we are adjusting to a new routine and a new schedule. And it seemed like when my kids were little, it was a lot easier. About a week before school started, we'd get back into the habit of going to bed earlier. We'd get everything ready, school supplies purchased, and we were just ready for the new school year, meet the teacher. It was like we kind of prepared ahead of time. And even if they weren't excited and ready for school, they just knew it was time and we adjusted pretty well. However, now that my kids are in high school, we don't have this like, okay, time for bed and bedtime routine. It's different for every one of us. I do try to connect with my kids before they go to bed and say goodnight to them, but often if they're still up, I'm going to bed, or maybe they're out with friends. So it's just different. It's not, it doesn't feel as, structured for me. And as a mom, that's what I really liked when my kids were little. There was some structure and control that you had that I no longer have as a mom of teenagers and two adult children. So you may be noticing this too as your kids get older that your structure that you craved when they were younger is getting less and less. It's harder to control and manage. And so we do have to let go of that a little bit. And it can feel more frustrating. So like as our kids get older, things get more expensive. So when they want a new wardrobe for school, which is what it seems like, with brand new shoes and they're really expensive. It's not the same as when you could just take your younger child to just any store and grab a few things. They get more picky and more expensive. They want their hair and nails done. And maybe this is just me because I have all girls more high maintenance, I think, at a younger age. And then they just kind of expect us to pay for it, right, as their parents. And 
And so this is also a topic for another day, but it is something that can push us to frustration because we can get really annoyed and frustrated when our kids act entitled or want things that we don't feel like they should be entitled to. But at the same time, it doesn't have to frustrate us and we don't have to cave in to their every demand or need. It's good for our kids not to get everything that they want. But it doesn't mean we won't feel a little bit of that mom guilt or frustration when we get texts about things that they need. Can you buy me this? Can you buy me that? Or, hey, I need switched out of this class. I don't like this teacher. Things just feel more stressful and urgent as our kids get older, even if the things that feel stressful and urgent aren't really stressful and urgent. We don't want to be triggered. We want to stay patient and calm, but let's just be honest, it is not easy. So I wanted to start this podcast by giving you three simple tips just to help you get through the day with your teenagers a little bit easier. The first tip is take it one day at a time, which may sound cliche, but I want you to think about this. When we feel stressed out and overwhelmed, we go into this mindset of things are never going to change. It's always going to be this way. And so we project our teenager's behavior into the future. We make it mean they won't ever figure it out, their life is ruined, and it's all of our fault. We didn't teach them correctly, or if we would have done this or done that, then things would be different. We just make it mean so many things, when really it's just a stage of life that our kids are in. So think about a baby crying. When you have a baby and you don't sleep well, because they were up all night. And say you're out with friends and they know you've just had a baby and they might even ask you like, how's your baby sleeping? Are you getting enough rest? So you feel like some connection with others. You feel validated. Everyone understands what it's like when you have a baby and they cry at night. Nothing has gone wrong, but it's just a hard stage of life. And then we have teenagers and let's say they come home late from curfew and you didn't get sleep because you were up all night worried about them. We can't always share that with the people around us. And they might not always understand or they might judge us. Like if you did this better or if you did this differently, then your child wouldn't act that way. We feel some judgment. We judge ourselves for the way that we've handled situations or our spouse, we judge our kids. There's a lot more weight tied to the things that our kids are doing that makes it harder. So taking it one day at a time just means even just one situation. This is the situation you're in. How do you want to handle this? Have faith and trust that your teenager will figure it out eventually, even if they have to make mistakes or fail. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. This is just a stage of life that they're in. This is a phase. Everyone's different. You may have one teenager that doesn't try things that another teenager of yours does. Which leads us to tip number two, which is this too shall pass. This is a favorite phrase of mine that I learned from Jody Moore, the life coach who I hired for myself in 2016. And she said, the scriptures say it came to pass. It doesn't say it came to stay. So remember this when you feel overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed out by something your teenager does. Things change, people change, even teenagers can change. They mature. They start to understand. They get it. And if you're a parent to a teenager who you've 
kind of noticed this with. Maybe they kind of acted entitled and immature and then they kind of grew up and started appreciating things a little bit more. It's a beautiful thing to watch. So sometimes we do need to take action with certain behavior, but often we can step back and allow our older teens to learn from their failures and mistakes. Understanding that it's not your fault, it's not the end of the world, and this is not an easy thing either because if you're an anxious mom like me, you want to control all of it, right down to making your kids happy, obedient, and successful. But I will tell you there's no better way to spiral into overwhelm than by trying to manage your kids' feelings, their success, and their behavior. Allow for mistakes and trust that changes can happen. These changes will be because your teenager is smart, they know better, and they will figure it out. So when you step back and allow this process to happen with your teenager, you will be able to find evidence that will help you realize, okay, they can do things on their own, and I don't always have to step in. But if you never allow for that and you always step in, you always fix it, they're not learning those skills to handle it on their own, and you're not developing those thoughts and that trust that they will handle it on their own. You're kind of perpetuating the cycle that they need you, which as a mom, it's nice to feel needed too. So it just kind of is a, like a layer of why it's hard to step back. Number three, you are not alone. And this will piggyback on number one, which is about connecting with others, especially people who get it and who have been there, who aren't judgmental, that you can confide in. The best of parents have had kids who have struggled. So when your kids become teenagers, it's much more difficult to share in the hard stuff. Like I said before, it's easier to share and tell people when your baby isn't sleeping. And of course you are tired. You have a baby. But having a teenager and staying up all night worried about them, it can make you feel like a bad parent. And so it's harder to share that. Find parenting friends who have been there, who are one or two steps ahead of you, who don't judge you or expect perfection. Just having one person who you can share your hard parenting moments with can help you so much. They've been there. They understand. They can offer words of encouragement. They don't try to fix it or tell you what you need to do, although they can offer helpful advice sometimes. You can go to online parenting groups for a good resource. You will have to weed through some of the comments, as I've learned. There are a lot of helpful comments, but among those are a lot of really judgmental and negative comments. So if you're okay weeding through all of that, I have found online support groups to be really helpful. And then just going back to this thought that you have not failed and you are a good mom. Just keep reminding yourself of that fact and really work on your belief of that. Because if you don't believe that, it's gonna make everything else so much harder. In the most frustrating and difficult moments, what we moms need the most is compassion, understanding, and grace. It makes sense. It sounds great. But it's the applying and figuring out how to do it that's the hard part, especially in moments of frustration when tensions are high. So I may read an awesome parenting book that I think is amazing and I love it, but then when I'm confronted with a hard situation, and a conflict, I totally lose my cool. I do things that I know not to do, and I know when I'm doing it, and I know better. But in the moment, it can be hard to 
respond in a patient, cool, calm, collected way, and we react and we get angry. And that's normal, it's part of parenting. And I think one of the most important pieces of this work and parenting our kids is showing up for ourselves with compassion and grace, not expecting perfection from us. And when we can let go of that, we can stop expecting perfection from our kids. When we don't need validation for our kids to be a certain way, for us to feel like a good mom, we will be able to let go of that control, that need for control. I'm going to be teaching a workshop next Friday, August 11th, and I will teach you how to stay calm in difficult parenting moments. In this workshop, you will learn tools and strategies to help you stay calm when life gets real and your kids get tough. You'll understand the real reason you get overwhelmed and frustrated, and it's not because your kids aren't listening. You'll also learn ways to prevent yelling and punishing when you register for this workshop, you will get immediate access to my Parenting in the Middle Toolkit. And in this toolkit, you will learn how to respond and not react. You will learn how to make repair when you lose your temper, because we all do, and you'll be able to deepen your connection with your child. So if you are interested in attending this workshop with me, even if you can't attend live, register and you will be able to get sent a replay and you will get access to my Parenting in the Middle Toolkit. There is a link in my show notes. Go there and you can register and I will hopefully see you next week. I will be back here also next week and share a little bit more about what we will be learning in the workshop. Join me on Instagram at Kristen Goodman Coaching. If you have any questions or thoughts about anything that I've talked about here on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. Send me a DM. Send me an email. All of that is in my show notes as well. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye.